Hello, and welcome to The Dad Train, where we explore ideas and strategies on how to be a better man, a better partner, and a better dad. I'm your host, Scott Davison. I hope you enjoy this episode and learn something new. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Dad Train Podcast. I'm Scott Davison. Now, for today's episode, I wanted to talk about the 80-20 principle and how this concept can be applied to our roles as men, as husbands, and as fathers. This is going to be a much shorter episode. I don't have a guest today. It's just me. But the 80-20 principle is something that has already come up several times in previous episodes of the podcast, and it's something I've written about and referenced in a lot of the articles I've published on the Dad Train blog. So I thought it was worth doing a dedicated podcast episode all about this topic. Now, there's a full written article to go with this episode, so you can find a link to that in the show notes. And also remember, there's a free ebook called Seven Steps to Be a Better Man, Partner and Dad. And one of those steps, one of those seven steps is completely dedicated to this concept of the 80-20 rule with um, short exercises that can help you apply it to your life and your situation. So if you want to get a copy of that, you can download that for free at thedadtrain.com slash seven steps. Okay, let's get into today's episode. Okay, so what is the 80-20 principle and what has it got to do with being a dad? Well, being a dad can be challenging. It involves wearing multiple hats all at the same time, and sometimes it can feel a bit overwhelming, like there's not enough time to get everything done. So that's where the 80-20 principle can help. Let me explain. So I'm guessing many of you already familiar with this 80-20 principle, but for those who aren't, here's a quick summary. So the 80-20 rule, which is also known as the Pareto principle, it was discovered in the early 20th century by an Italian economist named Vilfredo Pareto. Now, Vilfredo, as well as being an economist, he had a bit of a passion, a hobby of gardening, which is not hard to believe, right? An Italian who enjoys gardening. And one day while working in his vegetable garden, he had a bit of an epiphany. So he had observed that in his vegetable garden, a small number of the seeds were producing a large percentage of the harvest of the end crop. And specifically, he looked at his peas and he estimated that about 80% of the peas were coming from just 20% of the pea pods. So the epiphany he had was that this same ratio of roughly 80-20, which was something he'd observed in nature, it was also something he had observed in other areas, such as the economy, where the distribution of wealth followed a similar pattern, or in business and in society as a whole. And this is how he formed what went on to be known as the Pareto Principle or the 80-20 rule. So the Pareto Principle states that 20% of the input produces 80% of the output. And this principle has become very popular with coaches who use it to help clients prioritize their time or to set goals. It's also very popular in entrepreneurial circles and amongst businesses. So for instance, it's very common that 80% of revenue will come from 20% of clients or that 80% of your sales are generated by the top 20% of your sales force. Of course, 
the percentages aren't always exactly 80-20, but you get the point. It's a minority of the resources that are generating the majority of the output. And the same concept, the 80-20 rule, can be applied to almost any area of your life, including your role as a man, as a partner, and as a dad. So here's how it works. Firstly, if you can identify the small number of items, the 20%, these are the things that make the biggest difference. And if you can focus your energy on doing these things really well, that's the stuff that actually matters. Then if you can realize that the rest of the stuff, the other 80%, actually makes very little difference to your overall results. So hopefully you can start to relax a little and stop worrying that you don't have time to get everything done. Now, the trick is being able to understand what's most important and what's least important uh, to you. And, and that's not always easy. And it's going to be influenced by your situation, by your personal values and, and your perspective on things. So there's definitely no one size fits all. Uh, it's probably something you'll need to work out for yourself and it may take a bit of trial and error. But to demonstrate the concept, I thought I'd share a few examples of how I try to apply this 80-20 principle to be a better man, to be a better partner and a better dad. So let's start with being a better man or self-care. Now, this is something that gets neglected often when you become a dad. You know, you have all your focus on work and on family and you may forget to take care of yourself, but that's not a good situation and it, and it doesn't need to be that way. So whilst it's true you have less time available when you become a father. That just means you need to be more efficient with the time that you do have available. And this is where the 80-20 principle can help. So for me, for example, the one thing that makes the biggest difference to my self-care is exercise. If I can get at least 30 minutes of exercise a day, it has a really positive impact on the rest of my life. So when I exercise, I also eat better, I sleep better as a result, and being fit makes me feel more confident and more satisfied with myself. Exercising helps with my mental health, it improves my mental sharpness throughout the day, and it, it means I've got an excuse to be getting out of the house and getting a bit of fresh air each day. The other thing for me, as an older dad in my 40s, I know that staying fit is going to help me keep up with the kids as they get older. So it's, it's something that has long-term payoffs as well. So for these reasons, exercise is a really good example of a 20% item. It takes only a little bit of time, but it has a huge impact on my overall results. So I always try to prioritize time for doing exercise. Now, if you want to get even more efficient, you can also do an 80-20 on your 80-20 items. So once I've identified exercise, for instance, you know, there's some days where I have less time available to exercise. So I've started using things like Tabata workouts to ensure you can get the maximum results from the minimum time and effort. Now, if this is something you're interested in, we discussed this on episode 23 with Ben Ford, and he shares a bunch of health and fitness hacks exactly around this 80-20 principle, so how to get the best results for your health and fitness in the shortest amount of time. So feel free to go and check that one out. That's episode 23. It may not necessarily be exercise that's important to you. Maybe it's something else. Maybe it's meditating or playing the guitar or catching up with your mates. But the point is, try and identify the one or two things that really help sharpen your sore and feel more 
relaxed and confident as a man and, and then make sure you prioritize time for doing those things, even when you are busy or especially when you're busy. Okay, so that's self-care. Now, let's look at another area that often gets neglected as well, which is your relationship. So much like self-care, this is one thing that often gets pushed down the priority list when you become a father, when there's so much other stuff going on. But taking care of your relationships is one of the best things you can do for your kids and for your own happiness. So it's definitely worth putting a bit of focus on this area. And by applying the 80-20 rule, again, you can try and identify the little things that make a big difference in your relationship. So for instance, my wife and I, we have this nightly ritual of sharing a cup of tea before bed each night. Now, it's not something we consciously agreed on. It's just kind of evolved organically. But I now realize just how valuable this little ritual has become. It means we always have a chance to spend a little time together and connect at the end of each day, no matter how busy life gets. And it's it's also an opportunity to clear the air of any tension that might have built up during the day. So if, if something happens that we need to discuss, but it's not the right moment, then we at least know we'll have a chance to talk about it that night once everyone's cooled down a little bit and the kids are in bed. So that nightly tea ritual, it only takes 10 minutes, but it makes a really big difference to our relationship. And for us, I think that's a 20% item. It's a good example of the 80-20 principle. Another way I think you can apply this 80-20 rule to your relationship is to try and understand your partner's love language. So if you're not familiar with this love language theory, um, I'll put a link in the show notes and you can go and do an online survey and, and figure out what your love language is and what your partner's love language is. But the gist of it is that we all have different ways that we like to be shown love and Often the way you like to be shown love is different from your partner's. So by using your partner's preferred love language as a way to sort of demonstrate your love, then you can make sure that whatever gestures and actions you're taking are having the biggest impact instead of perhaps, you know, wasting lots of time writing a long love letter when really what they wanted was a bit of physical contact. So a quick back rub would have uh, been more effective. Now, if you're still not convinced the 80-20 principle applies to your relationship, here's an experiment for you. Uh, Try forgetting an important date like an anniversary or a birthday or Mother's Day, okay? If you do that, I think you'll soon have evidence that sometimes the little things really can make a big difference. Now, let's look at the third area, which is being a better dad or what I'm calling 80-20 parenting. I think parenting is one area where the 80-20 principle is really, really relevant. You know, these days there's there's thousands of books, there's courses, there's parenting experts all offering advice on how to raise your children. And there's a lot of pressure on parents to ensure that their kids are all developing in the right skills at the right time, trying to meet certain milestones. What's interesting is this, is this is a relatively recent trend. Until the 1970s, the concept of parenting was very different. It was, it was much more hands-off, and apparently it wasn't even referred to as parenting. It was simply child-rearing. Now, there's very little evidence to suggest that all this extra effort we're making is actually having much of a difference. So maybe we're overcomplicating things. 
I mean, at the end of the day, if you can provide security, food, shelter and love, you're probably already 80% of the way there. So rather than stressing about doing every activity, applying every new parenting concept and, and trying to you know, actively teach your kids every new skill, sometimes it's probably better to step back and let them work it out for themselves. But for the purpose of the exercise, I wanted to try and identify a couple of the other 20% items that I think can really make a big difference with kids. So the first one is learning self-control or delayed gratification. There was a famous experiment, the marshmallow experiment from the 1960s, which I'm sure you've heard about. And this, this research showed that kids who were able to display self-control and understand the concept of delayed gratification at a young age, I think they were four for this research, they went on to be more successful later in life in all areas of life. Now, there is some controversy around the research itself and how valid the, the research was, but I think the points and the findings are, are very easy to believe. I mean, if you, if you think about it, it, it makes perfect sense. So much of our success is influenced by self-control and delayed gratification. Uh, if you can resist eating junk food, then you're going to be healthier. If you can learn to save money and avoid using credit cards, then you'll develop better money habits and, and you know, you'll be able to create future wealth and investments. Uh, if you can put your head down and concentrate on studying instead of binging on video games or Netflix, then you'll be able to gain an education that, that, that could set you up for things later in life. So for me, self-control is a good example of a 20% item. It's something that if you can learn it when you're young, it, it's going to have a positive effect on the rest of your life. And another one of my favorites, which you've probably heard me talk about before, is resilience or what Angela Duckworth refers to as grit. So this is another one of those really valuable skills that there is a lot of research that has, has shown that um, grit and resilience is something that can help lead to long-term success. So it's probably another one that's worth putting a bit of focus on and helping your kids to develop their resilience. Now, both these things, self-control and resilience, are things that can be taught or at least they can be influenced by parents. So for me, these are two things, two examples of 20% items that are really worth putting a bit of focus and effort into developing. So there's a couple of uh, examples of how you might start to apply the 80-20 principle as a parent, but obviously it's going to be different for everyone. Every situation is different, every kid's different, but hopefully you get the concept. It's really about trying to apply the 80-20 rule to understand what are the small number of things that make the biggest difference and then focusing your attention and your time and your effort on doing those things really well uh, and that then means you can start to realize that most of the other stuff the other 80 percent it really doesn't make a big difference to your overall results so you don't have to try and do everything you just focus on the things that matter the most and then hopefully you can chill out relax and enjoy your time a bit more so the next time you're feeling a bit overwhelmed like there's just not enough time to get everything done 
take a step back and think of Wilfredo Pareto working away in his veggie garden and try to channel the Pareto principle to help you work out what is the important things that I really need to focus on here. Okay, guys, that's what I wanted to focus on for today's episode. It was the 80-20 principle for dads, and that was episode 26 of the Dad Train podcast. Very different episode today. That was a bit of an experiment. So thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoyed it. But if not, don't worry. I'll be back to the traditional format next week with another interview. I've actually got a couple of very interesting interviews scheduled for the next two episodes. One is with a parenting expert. He'll be helping us understand how to simplify things as a parent. That's obviously very appropriate to today's topic. And I'm also chatting with a guy who spent seven years training as a monk in India before moving into the corporate world. So we'll get a very interesting insight into the yin and the yang of those two very different perspectives on life from that interview. That's what's coming up. Thanks again for listening today. If you want to read anything more about what we covered today, please follow the links in the show notes. And as I mentioned, there's also that free ebook, which is available at thedadtrain.com slash seven steps. And we cover the 80-20 principle in a lot more detail in one of those steps. If you're enjoying the show, I'd love you to subscribe, but also leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts if you're able to. And if you've got any feedback on today's episode or or anything in general, feel free to email me, scott at thedadtrain.com. I'd love to hear from you. Okay, that's all for today. Until next week, good luck on your journey to be a better man, a better partner, and a better dad. I'm Scott Davison. And you've been listening to The Dad Train.